What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts, D-Woods, and welcome back to another mile post of the V-Twin Life, where we talk motorcycles, powered by those V-Twins, what feels a passion, why we enjoy them so much. V-Twin Life is brought to you by the Northwest brand, Crash Inc. Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at CrashInClothing.com and on Instagram at Crash underscore Inc. Hey, don't forget, it's Christmas time, holidays, maybe you want to get yourself some Crash gear, loved ones, whatever it may be. Don't forget that promo code that you'll find here in the V-Twin Life, Crash1, save you a few dollars at checkout. Just our little way of saying thanks for tuning in and supporting the podcast. We're also brought to you by Wild Ass Seats. You want more comfort for your ass on those long rides, whether short cruise or long ride? Hey, Wild Ass is going to give you that extra comfort without breaking the bank for a cost of a new seat. You can find them on the World Wide Web at wild-ass.com and on Instagram at the real Wild Ass. Don't forget, hey, you guys need a new windshield? Long Ride Shields did hook us up with that promo code, the V-Twin Life 15. We'll save you 15% off at checkout anything. Long Ride Sales, so check them out. LongRideShields.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another V-Twin Life Junction at the Crossroads. Tonight's pretty freaking cool. We got Riot, who started My Monsters, Inc., and then we got the legend, Mr. Chris Hopper, that did the 100 Days hundred thousand miles and raised now, i did hear you did make the goal of a hundred thousand dollars yes we did we uh it was just a shade over a shade over a hundred thousand dollars we're still uh we're still collecting some of that because facebook has some pretty funky uh hoops to jump through and some people that are donating you know we're still getting it but um on paper we have made the we made the goal so that's that's pretty awesome in itself that's awesome so what was the whole drive? I guess we can dive into to Mile Monsters kind of first. Is what was the whole drive to that got you going down this avenue to even start your foundation? I started Mile Monsters a year ago. Uh, right now, one year ago, um, I just you know was working on. It. I kind of decided it, decided to do it in uh, 2020 Hokahey, and when I was riding with Hopper, and I spent some time with K Solo and. He kind of pushed me over the edge and, you know, I was like, you got to take it to the next level. So we decided to do our own thing and, and raise money to fight Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And, you know, I really I really had the hopes that we would be able to branch off and get some other riders to join me in my cause and, you know, reach out to uh, find some kids in need. And I didn't have a master plan. I just I know this disease and I, I just wanted to help some kids, you know, starting with Jamesy, who I'd ridden for in the past. And, you know, we, I had planned to expand and just pick up riders and pick up other kids. And uh, two months after we went live with Mile Monsters, Inc., uh, Hopper approached me about doing this ride or a month after, I guess it was. And then uh, Hopper approached me about doing this ride and, you know, it just exploded from there you know we just it went from uh hope and a dream to uh boom you're on the map you know like you know a guy riding a world record ride for us and you know joining the, the monsters and being a the the king of monsters is just uh an incredible stroke of luck on my behalf that i happen to know somebody and i happen to be friends with somebody that has such ability that could do such cool shit like that so it was uh you know just a little bit of luck but you know i'll I, I tell everybody all the time i'd rather be lucky than good so you know I, i'm pretty pretty fortunate yeah so hop how did you you know kind of come up with this idea was it just hey i want to do something absolutely insane or 
Or how did the whole idea of the, you know, 100 and 100,000 come up? Yeah, it's something like that. I mean, th this ride has been talked about by by numerous people. I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of great riders out there, and it, it you know a lot of a lot of them have discussed it and talked about it and threw it out there, and you know, kind of one of those. Hey, someday I I, I want to try to do this, but obviously with a ride like this, you know, you, you need a lot of time, time and and some money to work. I'm the main thing, you know, everyone's got jobs, and you just can't, you know, the everyone can't just take 90 days off or whatever, hundred days off, whatever it is. So, uh, I was fortunate enough to have the time and I, you know, I said, I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger. I was actually supposed to do it last year. Um, and then Hoka Hay got pushed back to July and I knew after that was over, I was, that was getting too late in the year, just weather wise. I knew there'd be a lot of places I wouldn't be able to go. So I said, uh, you know, this year, as soon as IBR is over, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take off. And that's what I did. Like Brian said, we, I, called him and we met up and talked to him about it. And I think at that time he didn't even have mile monsters, uh, all the paperwork and everything. It wasn't like 100% official. I think everything was in the works. And, uh, by the time the ride started, he got everything all, all set and all good to go. So yeah, we just, you know, IBR was over. Uh, I took a little rest and, uh, loaded up my bike and took off. Now speaking of that, now your bike now, I know I've, I'd always wondered now you ran that an extra base of your, custom little fuel cell you had on the back seat is that five gallons five gallons yes so now do you have a separate pump so you like hit a switch would that just pump right to your fuel tank yeah it's, a, it's actually gravity fed so i just have a, a a ball valve on there so when i got down to about you know roughly half a tank i just reach back and open that valve and it just drains into the main tank so oh, it's a okay. uh, you know it's kind of depends on how you're riding i guess if you were just sitting there the bike not moving it would take roughly, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes to fill. But as you're riding, you know, you're going uphill. If you're going uphill, nothing's going into the tank. So, you know, curves, you know, twisties, uphill, downhill, whatever. So on average, it take anywhere between an hour, an hour and a half to actually drain the whole thing, just depending on how, you know, what kind of roads you're riding. So what would that take your mileage to between, you know, having to basically fill up both tanks? Uh, roughly 400. So I was always filling up between that 350 and 400 number. And that, that's about as long as you want to go. Uh, you know, it's time to get off the bike then. Yeah, a little stretch. and Yeah. So and what, what do you think? What as, was some of the – go ahead, right? I was going to say that's as long as Hopper wants to go. You know, the, <laughs> the, average, the average Joe does not want to go 400 miles. So he yeah. says that's as far as you want to go. Like uh, when I rode with him, I do not have an extra fuel tank, and and I would have shot him if we would have went 400 miles between stops. So, <laughs> so you got to take that with a little grain of salt when he says that's as far as you want to go without stopping. <laughs> so, how many places did you get a fish? I noticed, you know, following the adventure, you had you know all your little pole you took with you and fishing here and there. Yeah, I didn't fish as much as I wanted just because of all the other stops, and some of the stops I made were way longer than than i'd planned on so i fished a few times but you know didn't really have a whole lot of time so i was yeah. i could do that anytime so some of these other stops that i really wanted to see that you know who knows when i'll be able to make it back to them so uh, some of the sites were the priority i kind of put fishing on the on the back burner or behind those i gotta say it was pretty cool i can't remember the guy's name where who did hold the iba record for 45 days how you guys Wise. met up yeah, and you met up and actually got a ride together the day, you know, when you surpassed his. And 
to see the camaraderie within the motorcycle community, I thought, you know, that was pretty freaking awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing. Uh, and I'd wanted to reach out to him before, uh, just to see if there's, you know, anything that he found on a trip like that. Cause I mean, obviously no one has done a ride like this, but you know, he's got the record. So I just wanted to see if there was any, you know, any, any tips he had, but I also didn't want to let the cat out of the bag to anyone until it was time to go, uh, you know, partly because of, of what happened on his ride and his story. Uh, but th like the day I announced it, uh, I think that next day I reached out to him and told him, Hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to ride with you on day 45 and all. And he was absolutely gung ho for it. And it, it was, it was amazing. And I, that was one of the highlights of the trip, just being able to, to do that. And like you said, just the camaraderie and, and the support and, and seeing everyone behind it like that was amazing. We rode all day that day. That's pretty freaking awesome. What do you think is one of the big highlights? So, you know, the, well, I'm sure there's got to be more than a few, but, you know, it really brings back to, you know, you can think about things, whether it makes you laugh or, you know, emotion-wise or whatever that really took you in on the trip. Yeah, I mean, there there's just a, a list of things that, that I would consider highlights and things like that. Uh, you know, every time somebody came out to ride with you, I mean, that was great. That was a nice little boost, uh, you know, kind of kind of keep you going, uh, extra little burst of energy or whatever, so – having people meet up and, and put a few miles in that, that was always amazing. Um, you know, just some of the incredible scenery that, that I saw, you know, and the pictures don't do it justice. Everybody knows that. So there's plenty of things, just some little stops along the road that you take a picture of that just, uh, you know, j just amazing. There were a couple of stops. There's quite a few pictures that I didn't even post, uh, you know, pl places I went. I, one of the ones was a, I don't know. And I caught it on the fly. I, I, it wasn't planned. Uh, it was the, I don't know, like the, the Flintstones park or whatever, you know, back, back in the day. So I went and took a bunch of pictures of that, but they just kind of, they didn't look very good. I figured everyone would dog me if I posted those pictures. So I didn't put them up, but just, you know, just seeing all kinds of things out there. Just, just amazing. There's just tons of highlights out there. I say, you know, your record with the police wasn't too bad. You know, you came out on the positive side of that. I did. I did. And, and I went a little bit over, you know, I, I expected I was going to get stopped, you know, seven to nine times and I was going to get a couple of tickets uh, just because I know how I ride. So I, I expected some, but I, I got stopped uh, a few more times than what I was thinking. Yeah, but I guess, you know, when you're out there that long pushing that many miles, it's bound to happen. Sure. Absolutely. Especially on That's those back true. roads. Yeah, the back roads is, you know, it's, I think anybody rides, you know, way more enjoyable than hitting the super slabs where it's just Mach 1 forever with not much to see. You get that back roads and little two lanes where you, you know, you can find happiness, you find small America, and you really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, one uh, thing I'll say about the riding uh, the back, you know, riding the back roads, you know, you're saying that, how much Hopper enjoys that. Some people don't, don't, uh, understand though that doing a thousand miles a day is day after day is amazing feat to go see anything you know if i if i was going to do this ride i would be just super slabbing it and say i did it you know or we're hopper going to check this stuff out for for the guys that ride they understand it but people watching this that don't ride a lot are like oh that's nice go do some sightseeing but you know, it takes a lot of hours in a day to get a thousand miles. And the more you sightsee and the more back roads you're on, the longer that takes. So, you know, that's what, in my mind, made this trip so incredible was not just 
bombing highways because I'll I'll go I'll go sightseeing and do that for ten days, but then I'm exhausted. So for somebody to do that kind of riding for a hundred days, just as uh, that's what really makes this next level, you know, crazy insanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's a good one. Jason Setzer, how much of the whole trip was planned versus how much was winged or figuring out as you went? Yeah, so when I started out, I had uh, two days planned, just the first two days. And, and my main thing, day one, was to get up and, and get to Beartooth Pass just because, you know, if you ride, you know you got a short window. And, and I was – what we thought, you know, I was what typically when it closes, I was kind of coming up on the tail end to where it, it could close at any day. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, I mean, it wind up staying open way later than it usually does, but that was, you know, Yellowstone and Beartooth, that was the first day, and after that, 100% of it was, I was winging it, and, that, and that's how I ride, so, uh, yeah, there's not a, not a whole lot of planning at all. What I think go along with, like, what Riot was saying, you know, what's cool to see some of the videos you post where, you know, say some of the national parks, you know, you're, you did take the time to also see some of the scenery and some of the places instead of just, you know, pound a mile trying to meet your goal, but you did try to take a little bit of time to enjoy some places, which, you know, like you said, when are you ever going to get back to some of these areas? So actually trying to spend a little bit of time and, you know, enjoy yourself a little bit too, I think was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was the goal from the beginning. I mean, I I knew I was I would be close if I missed it. Uh, and and I, I told a few people who were, you know, calling me and texting me, telling me I need to ride more and, and you know, stop, not make as many stops or whatever, but, but my whole thing and I, and I stuck true to it was I want to have fun. I want to see a lot of stuff and the way I wrote it and, and, and the stuff I saw, if I, you know, if I came in short at 95,000 miles or 94,000 miles, whatever it is, I don't think anyone would, 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 would call it a failure. Uh, you know, I could, if I would have just rode on highways, I would have wound up at 110, 115,000, somewhere in that mark pretty easy. So, you know, the, the goal from the beginning was to have fun, see a lot of stuff, uh, try to, you know, try to make it enjoyable for the people watching. Um, you know, if you're just blasting up and down the, the highway, there's really the people that are following. There's really nothing for them to see. It's, you know, there's no reason to, for them to get up and check the tracker and check Facebook and see what's going on. You know, I was trying to trying to make it enjoyable for everyone. Well, that I mean, you know, you're also the one riding it. And, if you know, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then you know, kind of defeats the purpose. So I think, you know, taking the extra time to see some of these places and, and enjoy yourself is a huge part of it to I me. Mean, Cause that was a, I mean, hell that long, that many miles is quite the toll to take on yourself mentally, physically. And I think you got to try to also take some of that time and make sure that you're enjoying it and, you know, having fun. I mean, I know you, you, you know, doing this for an amazing cause, you know, you're riding these miles, but you're doing it for, a greater good, but you also kind of want to enjoy what you're doing also, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that was, you know, like I said, the goal is to have fun and, uh, you know, rate, raise a bunch of money, uh, you know, tr try to hit our goal. Um, I think when me and Riot first met up and talked, I mean, just kind of, kind of set it out there. Like, you know, let, let's just, you know, let, let's set a, let's set a big number to raise some money. Uh, and I had told Riot and, and a couple other guys that, you know, they posted fundraisers and I think Riot did one. And I think he set his goal at 3000 or something, 2000. I don't remember what it was, but I even told him like, dude, that's a ridiculous goal. You'll smash that the first day. So you need to, you need to step up your game and, you know, put a bigger number out there. And sure enough, I think he wound up at like 12,000 or something. 
So yeah, so that I kind of followed my own advice and tried to keep the theme at a hundred and a hundred thousand miles, hundred days, raise a hundred thousand dollars. So that was kind of my thinking. And uh, it took to the very end. I mean, you know, it, it was looking like it wasn't going to hit it there towards the end. I was kind of bummed about that, but uh, we, we wound up getting across the finish line. That's awesome. Then also, you know, see the time, like when you guys, you stopped down in Texas, you know, helping the family out and whatnot, you know, taking time going down that way, you know, right. You ended up going down there, meeting up with them. And I mean, that was kind of a, a cool whole little event to see. And, you know, and for myself, I mean, I'm sure many of the guys that were following on Facebook and following the adventures to, you know, take time what you're doing, but in a way it's part of what, why you're riding it. And, you know, that was pretty neat. Yeah, the, the riding with uh, when Hopper rode down was awesome because I went down to Texas and one of the boys that we were riding for, Gavin, uh, is an artist. He's seven years old, but he, he is a seven-year-old artist and he does really cool stuff, uh, really cool drawings. And I hit him up. I wanted a tattoo, so he made me uh, five drawings and I got to pick one. And of course, I picked a goat because that's his nickname, but it was awesome for Hopper to be there and you know, we brought the family up to Fort Worth and, you know, the monsters put them in a hotel and, you know, let them forget about Duchenne muscular dystrophy for a weekend. Let them see bikers. Let them see the, the coolest cat in the, in the town, you know, Hopper riding for these guys. And, you know, the kids, they can't quite fathom what's going on because, you know, they've never met me. They've never met Hopper. And here's a guy out there riding around the country talking about him on videos and, you know, uh, videos I put together talking about these kids, you know, it really means a lot to him. So, and then to actually have Hopper stop in while he's doing this ride, you know, kids just think they're out for a ride, you know, they don't understand the magnitude of it, but parents do, people do. And that was, that was really cool. And, you know, it was, it was awesome to see results from his ride right then and there, you know, like, you know, showing Gavin the town, letting them live a little bit without this disease, and and then going right from there to California to Turbo. It was just, you know, an incredible uh, week and a half for for me for Mile Monsters. You know, it was and for Hop to incorporate all that into this massive ride was just next level cool. You know, that was uh, you know, really really something. You know, and when people you look at it from the bigger picture, he's in Texas, he's in Cali, back in Texas. You know, while he's doing this ride, it's not like I did it where I just like, yeah, I'm tired. I just stopped at the Grand Canyon, got a hotel and slept. And, you know, he's doing a thousand miles a day and providing a kid with a van and providing, the, you know, gabbing the stuff. So it was just, it was it was incredible uh, to see. That is pretty cool. Now, here's another question. We've got somebody chimed in. What was your highest of highs and your lowest of lows for the trip? Again, as far as the highs, there, there was just. Um, I mean, every day was a high. It, it, it was just an amazing trip. And, and I, you know, I guess if you had to pick some out, I mean, one going out to, to see turbo and delivering, you know, some, some the, basically the van and the check to them and, and meeting them and actually uh, getting to spend some time with them. That, that was a, uh, in Gavin too, in, in Texas, uh, you know, that, that was, I guess those were two, two big things. Cause you know, when you're raising money and there are people that donate money, you send your money off and that's kind of the end of it. You don't really get to see, uh, the fruits of your labor, you know, what you're, what you're donating to, you know, here, you know, people, they donated money and they got to see exactly where it went see the individuals, uh, see us spending time with them, hanging out. Uh, and it, it just created kind of a snowball effect, uh, to these kids. I mean, they, they've been sent, uh, other gifts by other people. 
you know, a friend of mine, Birdman, made, you know, the necklaces, cross necklaces, the uh, forum. Uh, Robert Sanook sent him, you know, his challenge coin, some other stuff. I mean, you know, pe other people actually know these kids and, and know their name and, and, you know, reach out to them and comment on their post. And uh, I, I just think, you know, that, that's just kind of a, kind of amazing to be a part of. Uh, I, I wouldn't say leader, but I guess the one who kind of kind of took that first step to that and the introduction, if you will, or whatever, along with Riot. And, uh, it was just that was that that was a cool part. Uh, as far as lows, I mean, luckily, uh, thank God, I, there was no mechanical issues. Uh, you know, the worst thing was I had two nails in my tire two separate times. So, but even those were dead center, super easy to plug, super easy to find. Wasn't that big a deal other than, you know, maybe a 20 minute delay. Uh, so, you know, I didn't have anything to worry about then. Um, I did have one day, which was my lowest day. Uh, it was just one of those days where I, my body was done, like get off the bike. I mean, I, I couldn't go more than a hundred miles without stopping. I'd, I'd make up a reason to stop, you know, bathroom or just walk around gas, just whatever I could do. I just, you know, for starting off in the morning, you know, I think that day I was started off at, I don't know, two or three in the morning. Uh, and I just, you know, every hundred miles I was just wanting to pull over. I was just kind of miserable riding uh not miserable in the sense that oh i want to quit i'm not going to finish this it was just that day that i just got to get off this bike so i start running numbers in my head and you know punching in a calculator you know how far it's going to put me behind and all this stuff that goes through your head when you're on a timed ride and i finally just made the decision you know yeah. what i gotta i gotta stop i gotta get off this bike and i'll just go get you know a good amount of sleep and get up the next day and being so much fresher i think i'll be able to make up a lot of time over the next few days because uh, that was around day 50-something. I, I don't remember exactly. Uh, but I did. So I only did – I barely hit 600 miles, and I had to get off. Uh, but the next day, you know, some good rest. I was I was good to go and able to make up the miles, and here we are. I know I had one other question sent in. A guy want to know, how did you do your services? Did you call ahead kind of when you get down, kind of figure out a region of where you're going to be, find a Harley shop, and, and get in touch with them prior to being there to handle your – some of the service intervals. Yeah. So, so all, all the server are done at my home dealer, uh, Republic Harley Davidson and Stafford, you know, they, they're very supportive. Uh, they take care of me. So whenever it was time to get service and I, every 10,000 miles, basically I was swinging back through there for service. So, uh, I'd, I'd ordered 10 sets of tires before, uh, so I had tires waiting there, uh, whenever, whenever I needed, but yeah, services, I just, you know, I'd send a text that, Hey, I'll be there tomorrow for service. And, you know, they, they would get me in and get me out uh, a few times. I would use that as my, you know, as a rest. So uh, while they were servicing the bike, I'd go upstairs and sleep on the couch. Um, you know, one time I got there a little bit early, so I just threw my mat out. I was sleeping in the parking lot till till they got there. Um, so, you know, it, it worked out pretty easy and they stepped up and got me in and out as quick as possible and got me down the road. That's cool. I know there was, you know, I've been talking with a bunch of different guys now it's, Kind of seemed to be a common question amongst everybody else's, you know, how you how you handle them to the service intervals. So that was cool. Yeah. So I, I did two times on the road. Uh, kind of my thing is obviously I, I trust my dealer and I only wanted one set of hands working on my bike. You know, I don't want to, you know, have to stop into some dealer I'm not familiar with and go to the next one and they tell me, you know, you got a problem. Somebody did this wrong or whatever. So just wanted one person, you know, the, the guys I trust uh, to, to take care of it. I did stop in at Rock City, Harley-Davidson in Arkansas uh, two different times for an oil change. So 
they made a donation uh, to Mile Monsters, and they took care of me there. Uh, they're, they're another great dealer uh, that I trust. So uh, I did get two oil changes there just so I wouldn't have to go all the way back home so I could, I could kind of stay out on the road. That's cool. Now, I know there's one thing we didn't – I was always curious, right? I forgot to ask in the beginning. How did you – what was your decision to make, you know, your fight with Duchenne's? How did that come about? That came about in 2018 uh, when I rode in my first Hokahei. Uh, they encouraged uh, – the Hokahei encourages you to ride for charity. And I rode for a friend of mine whose son has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And I'd never known of the disease. And, and uh, it really just kind of blossomed from there. I, you know, I rode for Jar Hope and raised money for, for Jamesy. And then as I did that, it just grew. So every year I did something, you know, um, I did a race against time, which was the 48 States in eight days. And, and I did, uh, you know, another Hoka Hay and I've done, you know, a bunch of things now, but anyhow, I just got to know a bunch of kids with Duchenne and I know how terrible the disease is. So I was really motivated to ride for them. And it just kind of just really grew to what it is now where we're riding for these, you know, multiple kids and, you know, doing great things for them like this, you know, and this ride of hoppers has really uh, blossomed it out. You know, we've taken uh, money in and we've already paid a lot of money out to great things. And we got another some other great things coming. Like we're going to Texas the last uh, weekend in January and we're going to Gavin's school to have a Gavin, uh, Gavzy the Goat Day. So we're going to go there and we're going to provide the entire school with shirts that, uh, you know, for Gavin, and it's a just a day that I'm going to dress the entire school, an elementary school, and what we're going to do is, you know, address the school so some of these kids get, you know, uh, um, bullied a little bit or just not treated right because this is a muscle-wasting disease, so they're not as athletic as the other kids. They're not as fast, you know, so kids just kind of can be can be a little bit mean, so what we're going to do is go down there and, and uh we're going to have a little little seminar at the class at the school. So it's things like that, that just go a long ways. You know, we'll have some, we'll have some videos about that, but the money donated pro- provides just such a better life for these kids. You know, I can't, I can't even explain it. And I'll never be able to thank Hopper enough for, for doing a ride like this and, and generating this much, uh, you know, energy towards, you know, Duchenne and, and fighting it and, you know, raising money to do that. It's just, it's just, you know, it's such a life changing for these kids. I can't even express enough that everybody donates and people, you know, donate $10 or $10,000, whatever it, it all adds up and it all like really changes lives. It's not just a, a magical thing, you know, where we're just taking it in and handing out a high five to these kids. You know, this is life changing events for these kids. So, you know, we just encourage the kids to live their best life, and that's what that's what we're doing. So that's how that's how we got into it, and that's where it's you know going to. That's cool because I mean I never actually heard the you know kind of the backstory of how you decided to. I think in you know better terms is you know pick a fight with Dushins, and you know it's neat to hear that. Yeah, and it's you know I, I was fortunate. I, I spent my life coaching baseball, football, and wrestling. And some girls softball as well. So, and I was fortunate. I, I I coached kids that were elite athletes, you know, and and coached kids who won state championships and won state titles and all kinds of things. And then 
you know, I, I decided to ride bike for a cause, ride a motorcycle for a cause so we can raise money to fight a disease so a kid can ride a pedal bike, you know, and I would explain to the kids I coached, you know, like this is, you have, uh, not everybody has your talents and some people are born with these terrible diseases that, you know, for a kid not to be able to ride a bike and for a kid not to be able to, you know, run the bases one time in their life, you know, it's like, you know, it's a, this work is important because we can, you know, make their life better. It might not hit a home run, but at least they can have some cool things in it along the way. So, you know, that that's what we're, we're up against. I just think the disease is horrible. I, I hate diseases that attack little kids like this. So, you know, we'd like to step in and, you know, help them live their best life. That's cool. I like it. Well, here's one. So uh, you said you were expecting seven of nine stops and went over it. You know, Setzer Pendles are curious. What was your uh, your final number when it came to visits with the outstanding law enforcement officers of the country? Uh, stopped 14 times, three tickets. So I already have one of them dismissed. I'm, I'm working on the other two. Uh, one of them will for sure stick. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure about the other one, so. That's good. Yeah. And, and, and we had to make a – we were making a trophy for Hopper to come in. And we made him a trophy when he was coming in, and I made the trophy. But he wasn't done getting stopped yet, so the trophy was wrong. So we have to put an X on it, and I'll add a couple stops because when I ordered the trophy, he was at, <laughs> he was at 12 stops. So when he got in, the trophy was wrong. So he's like, hey, you didn't even get the stops right. I'm like, well, I had to order the damn trophy ahead of time. And, uh, you know, I should have sent him a text, you know, like, I will get you a damn trophy and it's going to have 12 yeah. on it. So now you got to do the damn speed limit. So uh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That is good. I like it. So you think, you know, hope you'll ever attempt something similar after understanding what it, you know, mentally took for you to do this and physically. Uh, when I started out, I said if I if I finished this, it would just be a one time event. But I'll tell you, I had so much fun; it was a blast. I, I would I would love to do it like every other year or whatever, um, you know, so, something like that. But I don't know, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. So, <laughs> uh, yes, I, I would definitely I would love to two hundred two hundred no 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 <laughs> oh I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to encourage Hopper to ride for one whole year. Yeah, yeah. Ride. I don't know if his wife would like that. That wouldn't go over very well. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. So he's got you know got any more big plans for Mile Monster events that are coming up in the near future? Yeah, we're gonna have. We're putting our calendar together right now. Um, I'm working on that. I'll have it out. Uh, probably the beginning of January. So I'm working on some sponsors um, so we can get our, our uh, you know, brochures and things like that out. So I'm putting that all together. So I'm working on some some events. We have people that want to join the Monsters. They're planning some events. So uh, it'll all be on our website soon. Uh, but we don't have it dialed in. This year is a Hokahey year. So that will be our our main fundraiser will be the Hokahey. So that's in uh, July, July 26th. Or June 26th, my bad. June 26th, uh, we start out of uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. So uh, that will be our main event, but I'm going to have a couple more before that and uh, one after that for sure. Now, you doing the Hoka Hagen this year, Cop? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. 
So you can have a new bike or, you know, you're going to retire this one as a sentimental piece and, and pick up another one. I don't know. I don't know. I may, I may just use it and ride it and, you know, see, see if it'll make it through that too. That'd be awesome to have a bike that's ridden a hundred thousand miles in a hundred days and a hoka hay finish. Hey, that would be impressive. But I can only imagine me at the hoka hay's in June. You got six months knowing your style. I mean, Jesus, no telling how many miles would be on it by the time you start the hoka hay though. Yeah, I've, I've got another bike. I've got actually two other bikes as well. So I'll, you know, I'll I'll try to try to spread it around a little. So I know Setzer Penance was asking, I think we covered that. Didn't anything go wrong with the bike? And earlier, I think you were saying, you know, mechanically, I think it was just flawless for you. Yeah, I had, had absolutely no issues with the bike whatsoever other than the two flats. Uh, but, yeah, mechanical-wise, uh, thank God, I just had no issues at all. Which is awesome, especially when you're, you know, on something like you did. You know, a mechanical issue like that could really have set you back and would have been a hard one to rebound from. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how many days did you go out and meet with him and ride on a ride? Oh, you guys hooked up. I remember you saying in Texas. Uh, I met him in right away at the beginning. I met him in, we were supposed to meet at Beartooth Pass, but when I got there, Beartooth Pass was closed, so I had to go around it uh, on another pass. So we met there. I guess that would be Montana by the time we got together. But So that was at the beginning, and then we met in Minnesota and rode out to uh north dakota south dakota and then we met in texas and then we met out in california uh i don't remember what else but yeah so i we we got a few we got a few times together it wasn't as much as i had uh i would have liked it that's a busy time of year for me so it was uh had me hopping a little bit but it was awesome to watch and i was happy i'd get out there when i did and we put some good miles on together we rode out to uh south dakota from minnesota and we stopped and stayed at a at a friend's house in mitchell uh shells and uh so we got up in the morning we started down the road to go see craig at wild Mass, who was set up out at sturgis and we started down the road and uh i told hopper i said we're gonna be like way early to get to sturgis we might as well take a little detour and craig was watching the trackers we're coming down i-90 heading right towards sturgis and then Hopper and I took a right and took a, I don't know, what was it, 800-mile detour? Yeah. <laughs> Went up to yeah. North Dakota and, and then down to South Dakota. <laughs> and Craig says, <laughs> Craig uh, from Wild Ass is like, I'm watching your tracker, and you two are the only two I've ever followed that are coming to meet me and take an 800-mile detour. <laughs> so, no, it's funny, though. <laughs> that was pretty fun. <laughs> Speaking of Craig, you know, I'm sitting out here in the shop on my stool with my uh, Wild Ass seat because – they're fucking comfortable. Oh God, they're the best. They they are the best. Uh, some people can uh, have a little tougher ass than I have. I guess I'm a little soft once I got on the East Coast, but I uh, I have my wild ass underneath me all the time. Otherwise, I'll just turn on and go home and get it. So uh, it was fun meeting him, though. And that was that was a fun day of riding with Hop. We got to put a lot of miles on in the two three days we rode together there, and then I went back to Minnesota, and he went down to get his bike service, but. That was uh that was pretty cool, but it was just a funny story that we're going to South Dakota and we went up to uh, North Dakota on the way and to watch his tracker was pretty funny to see that. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time going over there and meeting with him. I mean, that was another time I think we spent two or three hours hanging out with him, got something to eat, and 
hung out there and took off again. But, you know, I mean, you know, it's cool that, you know, the camaraderie, you guys, you know, really supporting, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people supporting the adventure you took hop and, you know, right. Just going everywhere to try to catch up and, you know, not so much as be part of it. Cause I mean, he is, you know, way a part of it, but enjoying the road and, you know, enjoying some of the adventures and sharing it and bringing it all in. Then there's something to be said when somebody does something so amazing, like Hopper did. You want to be a part of it. Yeah, you know, you want to be a part of that. So, like, to ride out there and meet up with him was just cool because he's doing something epic. And when you spend even 10 minutes, you feel like you're part of that epic ride. So, you know, that, that was pretty cool. And I heard that from a lot of people, you know, even watching it, let them feel like they're, they're part of something, you know, greater than they've ever done before. So it was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I know I, I've heard that, you know, whether you want to touch on a hopper, you know, say anything, but you know, this has came out before that there was kind of some, uh, little issues or conflict when you'd reached out to, you know, the man, Adam Sandoval. I don't know if you want to touch on any of that. That's totally up to you. Oh, I don't mind at all. Yeah. I reached out to him cause he's, he's got a, you know, he's got a decent following on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure why, but he, he does. Uh, I reached out to him, see if, uh, you know, I could come on his show and, and talk about the ride and talk about the charity and, and all that. And, uh, took some time, took a few emails or whatever. And this is in the middle of my ride. I think, I think I was on day, it was like day 20 or something. Uh, so I had already had it, you know, a few miles under my belt, finally agreed to meet with me. Uh, he wanted to meet at his campground. So I rode up there at the campground and <clears throat> of course he was about 45 minutes late, uh, from showing up. So, you know, had me, had me out there waiting on him. Uh, I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but uh, we sit down and talked and I told him what I was doing and, and what I wanted and all that. And, you know, he just wanted to basically just, you know, tell me, uh, there's no way I could do it. Wasn't going to complete it. And, uh, you know, he did a big ride and he knows what it takes. And I, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I understand about your ride. Your ride was like 80,000 miles. I said, I, I've, I've done over 80,000 miles in the last four years. So, uh, at, at, as well as numerous other long distance riders. So, uh, you know, you, you did a good ride, but it's not like any, your ride wasn't really anything special. Um, I said, I'll, I'll handle the riding part. I said, I'm really just here. You know, I really want to get on, uh, you know, get on your show, talk to your people. I know you got a good following and, uh, you know, talk, talk about the charity and see if we can get some more donations going in. And he just wanted to, to keep on telling me about, I didn't know what I was getting into and if I'd ever, you know, ridden that long and i think he questioned it at first uh that if, if it was even real but once i explained look i've got uh pictures of gas receipts beside my odometer from every single gas stop i've got two trackers running I'm, as far as the ride being real i've got you know absolutely uh proof that, that it is so uh but yeah he just he he wanted nothing to do with it he's adam is about adam and that's it he's not, he's not going to help anybody else which sucks, you know, I mean, and here's the good, you know, have you reached out after you completed it in the, in the hundred days? Nah, nah, I, I put something on uh, Instagram and, and kind of tagged him on it, but nah, no, he, he's not going to respond. Like I said, he's, he's all about Adam and, and, and what he can do. And he, he did one little ride in his lifetime and uh, you know, he's still hanging his hat on that. So he, what has he done since then? He, he hasn't done anything. 
Uh, he's easy. I guess he's a good promoter. You know, he's got a good following. I'll give him that. He's, he's, he's got yeah. some followers on YouTube and I'm sure he's monetized on YouTube from what I could tell on his subscribers and, and watches. So, you know, good, good for him. He's just, he's just not a writer. Yeah. I know. I have heard about it. You know, people message back and forth. Some guys I talk to. So, you know, I just, and it came up and I totally forgot about it. So, you know, thanks for sharing. It's like some people want to know, you know, you, you know, we all have our different things. Some guys claim, Hey, you want to do this or great for these causes, like yada, yada, yada. But I guess when it comes down to it, you can see where their true colors are. Yeah. And I'd heard from a couple other guys who have reached out to him too, for, for their rides and charity or whatever. And I had two or three people message me saying he, they, he did the same thing to them. And uh, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's not out to help anyone but himself. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah, it is what it is. You know what? You you got the proof. You did what you did. You can show it. And, you know, I think my opinion, it's a, it's a monument that is going to stand tall for a while because it's going to take a hell of a person to want to, to do it and even try to go that 101 days. Now that's what people say, but I'm, I'm, well, I, I, it wouldn't I surprise me what, one I, bit if it falls next year. Uh, I mean, I, I know a handful of guys who, yeah, who could do, who could do the ride. No problem. Uh, it's just, you know, a question of having the time, you know, getting off work or whatever. So yeah, record's definitely going to fall. I, I just hope that, you know, somebody reaches out to me and, and wants to ride, you know, let's be ride with them on day 100. You know, I, I think that would just be awesome. Oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I was going to announce it later, but I was going to let everybody know that I'm going to, on March 1st, I'm going to set out to break Hopper's record. So, um, but you know, not the record of a hundred days and a hundred thousand miles. I'm going to set out to break his record of staying home seven consecutive days. So that's the, <laughs> that's how his record that I'm going to shoot for on March 1st. So, you know, my, my wife is pretty excited about that. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it that a whirl. So we're hoping for seven consecutive days. I'm going to be at home. So if we do that, you know, I'm going to have a go riot, go shirt made, you know, <laughs> or stop riot, stop. <laughs> So that's the that's the only record that Riot plans to shoot for of Hoppers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that. That's the one I that's the one I know I can uh, you know I got some sights on. <laughs> <laughs> that's freaking good. I like it. <laughs> well, shoot, man, you guys got anything else in closing? I know, right? You gotta you know pick up your wife. You're actually sitting at the airport in in New Jersey waiting for your wife's flight to come in because your stuff got kind of you know shuffled around. You know, thank you for you know pulling off in your car and, you know, enjoying this night as plans got shuffled. Yeah. And I want to, the only thing I want to add to this is, uh, you know, this was an epic ride of epic proportion that so many said couldn't be done. And that's what really at the monsters that we really strive to do is, is, you know, do what people say can't be done because that's what finding a cure for Duchenne muscular dystrophy. So many people say that can't be done, but you know, a lot of people said Hopper couldn't ride 100, 100 uh, days, 100,000 miles, and it happened. You know, when I set out to do 48 states in eight days and I wasn't going to stay on the interstate, you know, the whole time, they said, oh, you can't do that, you know, and we did. And, you know, to do the Hokahe in 10 days, people said you couldn't do that. And Hopper and I rolled across the finish line. So there's all kinds of things that are epic that can be done, and that's really what we're, we're, we're shooting for. And, you know, he set the bar really high, but there's all kinds of things that, you know, people can push themselves to do that. You know, that's really the lesson here is just because you can't do it does not mean that it can't be done. 
you know, if you, if you can't do it, you know, there are people out there who can really do some epic things and it's, you know, I want to support those people. And, you know, what's epic for me may not be epic for hop. You know, he may be like, Oh, that's no problem. But for me, if I did 25,000 in 25 days, I'd be super proud of that. So, you know, the people out there that want to join the monsters and want to do some epic shit like that, we are all about it and epic for what you're for you, you know, we support that as well. So, you know, and that's, uh, that's really cool. So if anybody's interested in anything we've got going on, you still want to donate to Hopper's cause, you know, you can go to milemonstersinc.com. You know, we still have the donation bar open. We're still doing really cool things for really cool kids. And I, I can't stress that enough that, that the money we're raising, the money that Hop raised is, is really funding cool stuff. You know, we've donated, no, donated some money for research. And we're donating, you know, for right now action items for these kids, you know, vans, art supplies, you know, uh, PS5s. They're the hardest thing to get. They're super expensive, but they're the coolest thing for these kids because they can't go outside and, you know, hang out with their friends like, you know, kids without Duchenne can. So, you know, this way they can interact with people around the around the country. So all this stuff is a great cause. So, you know, again, I'd thank Hopper for doing his ride, doing it for the monsters. It's it's awesome, man. I'll be in debt to him forever. But, you know, congratulations, Hop, on completing the ride. I never had any doubt you would do it. Um, and congratulations on raising $100,000. It's just, that's just some epic shit that, you know, whoever beats Hopper, I hope they beat him and donated, you know, raising money as well. They're going to do 110,000 miles. I hope they raise $110,000 and, and support some worthwhile cause and, you know, make somebody's life better. So congratulations, Hop. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, just kind of, kind of to, to reiterate what Riot said. I mean, a lot of people keep saying, you know, he set the bar and, and this and that, and anything I do, it isn't going to be, isn't going to live up to it or whatever. And that's not the case. I mean, you know, if somebody wants to go out and do, you know, 30,000 in 30 days or whatever, go, go do it. I mean, if, if that's a, a feat in itself to you, uh, and it is, I mean, that, that that's a great ride. It's not an easy ride. I mean, by, by all means do it. I, I don't want, I don't want anyone measuring, you know, themselves to, to this ride or, or my ride. I mean, I, I, I was, I was blessed. I got lucky. Uh, you know, I guess God was watching over me to, to allow me to finish it, but that was my ride. Uh, everyone always says, you know, ride your ride. So it, go do it, you know, go, go do a, a, a 15,000 miles in 15 days or whatever it is you want to do. Uh, you know, that, if that's your ride, do it. it there's, this is, this ride is not going to take anything away from those rides. You know, you, everyone's everyone's got a limit that they can do uh you just got to figure out how to push through it if you want if that's what you're looking for uh and to to do something worthwhile on your own uh, if you raise money doing it great even better uh but yeah get out there and do it and that's kind of one of the things that that someone had asked earlier about the highs and lows or whatever uh i guess that was another another high is just to see the amount of people that said they were inspired to, to go ride more or Hey, you know, all these people have said, I, I didn't know anything about that site. You stopped that. I, I added that to my list. I want to go check that out. So, you know, seeing stuff like that was was really cool, knowing that, you know, because of this ride, people probably will actually ride, you know, a little bit more than they did the year before or whatever. Go see some new stuff kind of gives them something to go see. So that was that was really cool to, to see and see people reaching out, letting me know that. I think in general, I mean, both I mean yourself, Hop and Riot. You know, you guys are very inspirational and, you know, really help a guy, you know, that want to do something more. Hey, you know, 
I've started this at Beach One Life. Well, you know, it'd be really neat to do something more. Maybe, you know, I'd love to put together, you know, a small ride, but seeing what you guys have accomplished and what you guys done, you know, working together, doing the stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's not just me, you know, the other people watching this, but you guys are a huge inspiration to, I think, a lot of people within the motorcycle community that we all enjoy riding, but why not take something we enjoy and, and do something better to, to help, you know, whether it's a person, an organization, I think it's awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it, it's great, and it was a it wound up uh, wound up working out all around, being a great cause. Uh, that's you know that's why I reached out to to ride. I mean, I knew doing a ride like this, I could raise some money, but I figured uh, you know he's a lot better at it than I am, and and to have someone you know kind of on the on the back end, if you will. Uh, keeping it out there and taking care of things and all that. It, I think it really made a difference and really helped. And uh, it was a great cause. And, you know, I obviously learned a lot more about it than, than what I knew. I mean, 2018 on the Hoka Hay when he was raising money for Jamesy, I mean, I don't think anybody knew anything about it or what it was. And since then, uh, you know, I think a lot of people in the, in the motorcycle world have come to, to know what it is and, and, you know, a lot of awareness in at least that group. And I think this just took it a little bit further to, to people outside of the motorcycle riding group. You know, a lot, a lot of other people are aware of it and uh, just keep kind of spreading the word. So, I mean, it was a, I think, it, I think it, you know, m moved it forward uh, a lot faster than, than maybe what Riot was expecting or anyone was expecting and, and, and getting the word out there that just the awareness is just off the charts now, I think on what, you know, way more than what people knew beforehand. So, uh, it was just a, you know, it, it worked out great. So I was glad to be a part of it. I think you're very true. I think, you know, what you guys both doing has really, you know, brought Duchenne's to a lot more people that would not have known about it if it wasn't for you two. Yeah, it's, it really has. And it really uh, has put it, you know, because you never know who you're going to run across. You know, we get people that donate that have never heard of the disease or we run across somebody who they have heard about it, but. You know, my goal was always to raise both money and awareness. So the awareness is huge because that translates to more people that know about it. More people can educate their kids about it. So when they run into a kid who has that, they know what they're talking about. You know, when they hear about little Bobby at their school has Duchenne, their parents will be like, oh, that's what Riot and Hop ride for. So, you know, this is what it's about. This is why you want to treat that kid, you know, a little extra, a little extra cool instead of being the other side. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. I, I do see one more question down there. I guess that Brian asked about mods and tires and all that. So uh, tires, I, I run American elites uh, and Amsoil. Uh, as far as the mods, the only thing that I had done to the bike were um, the, the auxiliary tank and had uh, Olin shocks put on front and rear. Uh, went up to see suspended by Smarty, uh, Carol Burks. Uh, up in the Dallas area, uh, he, he took care of them. Um, you know, if you're, I, I will give a shout out on that. If you, you know, if you're looking for shocks or whatever, he's, he's hands down the man and, and no suspensions upside and down, inside and out. Uh, it's dialed in specifically to you. Uh, he had everything fit to me perfectly. And then uh, as the ride went on, he reached out to me and just kind of stepped up and said, hey, let's do this. Every 25,000 miles, swing by my shop and I'll swap them all out. Uh, have them rebuilt and put back on. So, I mean, that was just, that was unexpected. And that was just amazing. So there was, there was no issues. Uh, and, and I did ask, uh, you know, after, after they did, I don't remember it was a first or second set. 
because uh, obviously, you know, 25,000 miles in 20, 25 days is a lot harder riding than, you know, if you put, you know, you take a year or two to put that on, on those shocks. So I asked them if there was any difference that they saw when they were rebuilding them and, and uh, whatever it is they were doing, going through them and all. And he, and he said, actually, no, it just looked no normal. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing that they would be able to pick out and say, oh, yeah, these are the shocks that were uh, ridden that hard. So that's a testament to to the Olins. Uh, so, I, you know, I'd love to give a shout out for those that uh, worked, worked out good. That's awesome. No, no, yeah, never, almost no a test mods. for them. Yeah. It's almost a test, you know, seeing how, you know, I mean, you're putting them through more, probably more paces than what they did when it came to, you know, testing and, and building everything when, you know, this is day in, day out, you're hammering them and, you know, they stood up and even after time they were still in good shape. I mean, you know, that, does say something about the quality of what what they're doing yeah yeah absolutely uh you know so to answer the question yeah everything was stock other than that and uh everyone asked about the seat stock seat with a wild ass seat cushion uh that's that's all you need uh I tell people day 100 felt just like day one um you know it, it, it's it's an amazing product so uh, I, would, I would definitely highly recommend it tell you what, i put some time in the wild ass and I, you know it's like i heard you know, first from Ryan, you know, talk about it because I think Ryan was actually the one that got me in touch with Craig when, when I had him on the podcast almost a year ago. And, man, after spending, you know, I mean, not near the miles that you have in one. I mean, I put in a few thousand on, and it is amazing the difference it does make in your seat. I'm fucking hell of impressed, and I won't ride without it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, look at it. There he is right now, tuning in, watching. <laughs> His ears are ringing. Right? Yeah. Well, guys, you know, right? Thanks for tuning in from the airport, Hop. I know you said you know you're in a in a hotel in North Carolina, taking time out and and hanging out. Hey, guys, thank you so much, you know, for for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Uh, you know, I, I always like talking about it. It's a you know, it's a great time and good cause. So yeah, definitely don't mind uh, don't mind reaching out and talking to everyone about it. Sweet. Well, hey, you guys hang around for a minute. Hey, guys, thanks for, uh, you know, tuning in to another live here on the V-Twin Live. This has been awesome. I know this is one I've been looking forward to. And, you know, right, Hop, these guys are doing amazing things, you know, what they're doing together and, and, you know, what they're doing, the fight that they're taking on. So it was awesome getting to share all the stories with you guys. And stay tuned. Wednesday we'll have Bry the Biker and Harley Fatboy Jr. coming live Wednesday night. A little bit of shenanigans and, and talking bikes. So, hey. Guys, stay safe, have fun, man. Enjoy the open road.